This date in history, July 28th, 1988. One of my best friends, Salvatore Martiello, Salvatore Anthony Martiello, could have his last, could have his middle name completely wrong, was born at 14 ounces, 14 pounds, seven ounces, a bowling ball of a man, birthed from his mother's womb with a full head of hair and bright blue eyes. This is a man who will text you in the beginning of the week to ask you to hang out over the weekend just to not answer you back until the following week and ask what you did over the weekend he asked you to hang out and then proceed to blame you for it. He's also one of the ones that knows where the bodies are buried. And I describe friends like that for a reason, because there's bodies that are buried. So, happy birthday to Salvatore. He did text me on Monday and asked if I can come home on Friday. I said I could. Why? And then I haven't heard back from him since. But he's having a good time at the beach. Looks like he's enjoying himself. Kind of wish I was home, not at work today, because I could have easily came home. But it's his birthday. He can do what he wants. He can cry if he wants to. But hopefully he's having a great birthday, him and his fiance, whose wedding might, may or may not be on Halloween. It doesn't look like it's going to be, but there's still a couple, there's still some planning that needs to go into it. So hopefully he's having a good birthday. Congratulations on the sex. And I'll see you next week, hopefully. That was actually perfect timing. I didn't pause it. I just fucking turned the mute, turned the volume down, turned it back up, and it was right at the end of the first first part of the song. All right, we don't need to listen to the entire thing. We're going to keep it moving here. Keep it rolling. We're going to get into it. Not too sure what we're getting into. Because, honestly, not that I ran out of topics. It's that there's a Military Monday topic. Today is, of course, Friday. So I'm not going to do a Military Monday on a Friday. Because then I won't have anything to talk about on Monday. Why'd we call it Brothers in Paris? It's because brothers were in Paris when we made it. But a couple things, actually. I'm going to let it rip. I'm just going to riff for about 
13 more minutes, land this plane, get into the weekend. We got a surprise three-day weekend because we participated in, in an exercise that we didn't actually participate in. Some pe- The majority of the base did. We did not, but they rewarded the entire base by shutting down on Monday. So big three-day weekend coming up. Don't stop the party. Oops. Um, but today I'm a little winded, I'm a little out of gas because in the office, and I'm going to talk about this on Military Monday, but the other day they decided to have an argument about, they argue about literally everything, but it's entertaining. I let it, I let it ride as long as I can until I have to like be like, oh, tone it down. And that's mostly because they're screaming at each other at that point. But they got into an argument or a discussion about running. I don't know why. I don't know how it started. But all of a sudden, I hear my name. Hey, Sergeant Donahue. I'm like, what's up? And I knew they were talking about something for like 20 minutes ahead of this, but I kind of tuned them out. I was like, what's up? What do you guys want? And they're like, do you think that I'm going to call him Clay? His first name's Clay. I don't want to drop his last name on here. Do you think Clay can run with a 60-pound vest on, can run a mile and a half with your 60-pound vest on in under 12 minutes? I was like, no fucking shot. Why? And he's like, I could fucking do it. And everyone's like, no way, because now the whole office is involved. Like, everyone comes out of the woodwork. It's like they all swarm over now because this is a, a bold statement that someone made that they can do something that's, it's not impossible, but it's highly improbable because this person, Clay, that I'm going to describe, the one that said he can run with a 60-pound vest on, weighs roughly 115 pounds. I think he got weighed in at his PT test at about 116. And this is a grown man. This isn't like an 18-year-old. This is He's 26, 27. He's been in the Air Force for like seven, eight years. But he's like five five. He weighs about 115 pounds. He looks like a 12-year-old. Curses like a sailor. Fun, or super smart at his job. He can code. He's into computers. He's super smart, just a tiny person. And I don't know what he got, what he thought he he was talking about when he said he can run with a 60 pound vest on. I don't think he asked, I don't think he knew that I had a 60 pound vest. And I'm like, well, it turns out I do have a 60 pound vest and I can bring it in if you want to do this tomorrow. And he's like, yeah, fuck you. I'll do everything. I'm the best. I'm the fastest runner in here. And I'm like, yeah, you are the fastest runner in here. However, you weigh 115 pounds and you only beat my score by like six seconds. Like his PT test, actually, no, he beat me like by like a minute. His PT test was like 11 minutes like 1110 I was 1215 so like he is fucking fast but he's also 115 pounds he's a tiny little guy like he's just he feels like a toddler so he says he can do it I'm like all right bring my vest and we'll do it and I don't know if he made excuses but all of a sudden the excuses came out of the fucking woodwork it was like well I don't want to do it this morning because I have this to do and we can do it Thursday morning everyone's like all right let's do it Thursday morning but then we had this training we had to do By the way, your boy can put a tourniquet on in under 30 seconds. So if you're ever bleeding out and I'm around, just know I know how to put a tourniquet on or a makeshift tourniquet on, depending on how fast I can rip my shirt off and tie a knot. So keep that in mind. I digress. So we had this training on Thursday. He couldn't do it then. And then he's like, I'll do it Friday morning. But Friday is going to be the hottest day of the year. And it is the hottest day of the year today. He's like, but I got to do it at 7 a.m. I'm like, bro, we don't come in until nine on Fridays. And he's like, 7 a.m. or not doing it at all. I'm like, all right, well, I'll come in at 7 a.m. then. I was like, keep in mind though, because he's like the late person. I'm like, keep in mind, if I get there at 7 a.m. and you do not show up and I get a phone call saying you slept in, I'm going to be really pissed off and not pissed off. Like I'm going to get you in trouble because this isn't like an an official Air Air Force like event. I'm going to be upset that you wasted my time and I had to wake up early for this shit. I was like, I'm going to be, I'm going to be upset as a person, like as a friend to friend thing. I'm going to be upset. So he's like, yeah, yeah, I got you. Don't worry about it. And then other people are like, I'll show up because I live like 10 minutes away. So 
like, all right, 7 a.m. Friday. So I had to wake up dumbass early today. I didn't fall asleep till like 11, 15-ish. I tried to get to bed early, but you just can't. And I'm used to staying up a little later on Thursdays, but I'm used, definitely used to sleeping in on a Friday. So I'm like, I got to set my alarm for like 5.30 because I got to wake up, walk the hound. It's going to be super hot out. So I got to get all this energy out now because it's going to be hot literally all day. And then I got to drive to base, the whole thing. So he decides, I text him as soon as I wake up. It's like 5.45. I'm like, we doing this? He's like, yep, getting ready now. All right, I'll see you at the track at seven. Get there. He has the vest ready because I let him keep it overnight. He slaps this baby on and he immediately regrets because it's fucking, first of all, it's big. It's not your, it's not your grandmother's weighted vest. This thing is made for a man. And like I said, he has a child frame. So we're trying to tighten all the straps on it, get this thing like fitted right. And it does fit him. So he's like, I'm like, all right, whenever you want to start, like I'll keep time. The other kid that there's, the other kids, the other kid that is there is going to take a video and it's 7 a.m. on an Air Force base. So there's a lot of people around. There's a good amount of people. And I wouldn't say a lot, but there's like a soccer game going on. There's people running. There's people working out because it's like an outdoor CrossFit gym. So like there's a lot going on. It's, it's a, it, there's a hustle and bustle. I'm like, you want to warm up? He's like, nah, I got it. So he starts running and like he was moving. He got, and but I told him this was going to happen. I said, you're going to start running and the first lap is going to feel easy. However, it's going to feel easy because all your muscles are working super hard and your blood's going really fast. It's using all of your energy right away. I was like, I swear to God, because I've run with this thing like once a week. I'm like, you're going to feel great at first and then you're going to be gassed immediately. Like your endurance is shot. Okay, whatever. He does one lap. He does one lap in like a minute 45, which is a really good pace. And then he stops and he's like, can't do it. It's bouncing. It's bouncing up against my chest. I can't breathe. And I'm like, it's a 60 pound vest. What'd you expect? And he goes, "Uh, it's hurting my shoulders. It's weighing me down. And I'm like, it's a 60 pound vest. What'd you expect? He expected that his legs would just get tired. He didn't anticipate like his blood, his like heart rate being higher than it ever has been. His vein, like the circulation in your body isn't ready for that. And what happens when you wear a weighted vest, especially a heavy ass one, it's not so much that your legs get tired it's that the muscles get inflamed right so when your muscles get inflamed they can't move as much and then you're slowing down and that's it like it's it's just that's just science like so he's fucking i was like all right i paused it and i'm like all right you can take like a 30 second break and then keep going i won't count this against you so he's like all right he starts going again he gets halfway around he just goes ah fuck it i lost he goes you guys win and part of the bet was like he had to do some extra work for two weeks so he ends up losing. And I'm like, did you really expect to win though? He goes, I honestly thought I had it. He goes, and then I put the vest on and I was like, oh, this is a lot heavier than I thought. I'm like, bro, it's more than half your weight. You're supposed to use like a weighted vest in between like 15 and 25% of your body weight. Like 25% of your body weight is for like athletes, like football players, shit like that. This dude is wearing fucking 55% more of his body weight in a vest. And he wasn't really embarrassed. He just took the L. He's like, yeah, there's not, there's no excuse. Like he got through one and a half laps and he also took like a minute break in the middle of it. And then he was like, I'm fucking cooked. And I was like, I fucking told you, man, it wasn't even that hot out, but this dude was cooked, done. He went back to the office. He owned it though. He wasn't trying to make excuses. He's like, you fucking do it. And everyone's like, yo, I, we, none of us said we could. And like, I was like, I can do it, but I'm not going to make a bet saying my time. Like, I know it fucking sucks running with that thing. I was like, I've done it. I do it like legit once a week. And it's, it's the worst day of my week when I do it. I was like, it's not even that my legs get tired. It's my hips hurt. My shoulders hurt. My back hurts. My abs hurt. My heart is pounding through my chest. I was like, it, and then your legs hurt. Then your ankles hurt. And then whatever little injury you had just flares back up. I was like, so it fucking sucks, man. I get it. I was like, it's not, uh, it's not fun, but so yeah, 
long story short, I had to wake up early today to go watch this dickhead try <laughs> this guy. I always call them like dickheads and stuff, but like they're like really fun to hang out with and like work with. But like I, I had to go watch this guy try to run <laughs> laps around a track at 7 a.m. And then after that, like we don't have work till nine. So I'm like, I might as well work out now. So then I went for like a four mile run and now it's like 85 degrees out. Like it was hot. The sun was up. It was humid. There's no breeze, nothing at that time. Did all that. Went back to the office. I showered and I was like, yeah, I don't, I just don't feel like doing anything today. And I don't think I did any work to be honest because there was a it was a morale day so some of the airmen went to sky zone which is like a trampoline place i don't know i didn't go to it i was like fuck it didn't go to that just kind of hung around killed time then i stepped outside to leave to go home and i'm like dude it is fucking hot my car this is the first time my car is broken 101 in new jersey in south carolina that was like every day from mid-may until mid-september 100 plus in the car when you get in it this was the first day it was like 102 or 103 in there just cooking melting and then i get home you know cook dinner me and brady are hanging out he stayed inside with the ac all day on usually i leave the back door open turn the ac off print some fans on but i was like i'm not gonna i don't want to i don't want to risk it getting too hot in here because even with the fans and stuff it gets up to like 75 78 so i'm like i don't want to risk it he's gonna it's gonna be too hot like so i just left the ac on for him all day i come inside it's ice cold it's like 65 degrees in the in the house this guy's chilling i'm like what the fuck so we go for a walk and i told him it's gonna be hot man 92 degrees outside we start walking and i'm telling you it's the weirdest thing it's always pit bull owners for some reason they believe that their dogs their dogs are fucking smarter than everybody else's dogs i don't know why they think that i don't know if it's because the pit bulls i guess if you get like a purebred like blue pit bull or something it's expensive but i don't think people that get pit bulls they're usually like rescue dogs i feel like i feel like they have a good rescue dog the ratio to rescue dog to purebred is a lot higher i'd say it's like four to one rescue pit bull than purebred but for some reason they like to walk them off the leash i don't know why that is it's every time i see a dog off the leash that's not it's either that or a german shepherd but german shepherds are super smart and i'm not saying pit bulls are dumb but pit bulls are obviously more aggressive and german shepherds are usually off the leash because they're training to do something and like as soon as the owner sees another owner they put them on the leash just in case and the dog's usually like fine never had a problem with them however every time i've seen a pit bull off the leash the owner looks at me like i'm a shithead for having my dog on a leash and i'm like looking at them like i'll stab your fucking dog and fun fact i carry i do carry a knife on me when i walk brady for that exact reason because here's the thing i don't give a fuck about your dog i just don't care like i don't care if it's your best friend I don't care if you raised it since it's a puppy. I could give a fuck if it's a service dog or not. If your dog is attacking my dog, I'm going to stab it. And that's going to sound like a hard old move. I'm like, oh, it's a big tough guy. Like, not really. No. The, mo- the amount of money that goes into owning a dog, it's like a child. I'm not saying having a dog is, is the same as having a child. I'm saying you care about it the same way. So like if my kid, if I had a kid and he was getting his ass kicked, if he was six and he was getting his ass kicked by a 10-year-old, I'm going to throttle that 10-year-old. I'm not going to jump on him and beat his ass, but I'm going to take that 10-year-old and throw him across the park and then be like, you don't want to fuck with my kid anymore. But if the kid's six and my kid's six and they're fighting, that's fine. Even seven or eight. But if the kid's significantly bigger than my kid, I'm going to fuck him up. So I'm walking down the street, right? And I look and the, the one, this one house always has their dogs on the back porch barking all day. Uh, it's all day every day and 
it's never a problem with them getting out. It's like elevated. It's like an elevated porch, like a balcony. Today, however, there's a younger girl. I've never, I don't, I've never met these people, but I walk past their house like every day. There's a younger female. I'd say she was like 23. If I had to guess an exact number, I'd say low 20s, mid 20s, and the front door is open. And I'm like, why does that door have to be open? You know, like I know they have two dogs that bark their heads off, and then I see a little dog come out the front door, and I could tell right away it's a pit bull. You could tell, like it's either half pit, pit mix, one of those. Th- one of those breeds, but I'm like, it, it's probably a puppy. Got a little closer because we were already passing the house when this happened, and I'm like, that's not a puppy. That's a full. That's a. <laughs> that's a grown. That's a. I would say a two or three year old pit bull. So I'm like, all right, awesome. She looks at me. She looks at the dog. Looks back at me, and I'm like, I wanted to say, go grab your dog, but I didn't want to because the dog didn't see me and Brady yet. So she says. She like says something to the dog. She like gets his attention, and then of course the dog looks up, sees me and Brady, and she grabs him by the collar. And the dog's trying to wrestle away from the collar. So I'm like, this is when I get the knife in the hand. But it's a, it's a, you know, it's a switchblade. It's not like I'm carrying around a fucking machete. It's like it's small enough to fit in my hand, and I can just pop it open. So I'm like, I'm just walking casually. I have it in my hand. I, don't, I didn't open it yet, but I keep looking over my shoulder. Like if this dog gets loose, it's fucking stabbing time. <laughs> like. You know, like I'm going to kick it. And if that doesn't work, it's, you know, it's over because A, I'm not getting attacked by a dog either. It's just not on my list of things to do. And I'll deal with the consequences of that if it comes to it. So I'm like, I keep looking on my shoulder, looking on my shoulder and I keep walking. We get to like the end of that street and we, we start we're like walking and then dude pulls, some guy pulls up next to me. I have my headphones in. So, and it's, they're not like noise cancellation. So I can hear this car slowing down next to me i'm like everything all right and he's like yeah you're all right i'm like yeah what's going on and i thought he was gonna say it's too hot for your dog to be walking instead he said do you have a problem with my wife and my dog i was like no not really and he i was like why what's up because i didn't know who this guy was like i had no idea and i still have the knife in my hand so he's like you walk past my house and my wife was out on the front with my, with our dog and the dog's in the back seat at this point which is a weird move to do like the dog is barking out the back window and i'm like yeah we were walking in your your wife had the dog off the leash. He's like, did that bother you? It's my property. And I'm like, well, kind of, because if the dog came after my dog, it'd be a fight, but it's fine. Nothing happened. And I just kind of like, was like, I'd see you later. He's like, what are you carrying? I was like, don't worry about it. He's like, all right, we're going to keep an eye on you. I was like, on my way home. And then he just sped off. I was like, what the fuck? And then I saw Brady, or like, because we passed this one house that Brady's friends with Abby, this little Australian shepherd. And I went to them because they're an older couple. I think they're alcoholics, but they're an older couple. Like They're like 60 and Brady plays with them. So I asked her, I'm like, do you know those people in the corner? He's like, oh yeah, they're assholes. He's, she's like, go on the Facebook page. They're the ones that always complain about people playing in the park and the noise and everything that they're the ones that like stir the pot around here. They call the cops on everybody. And I was like, well, I just had a weird encounter with the guy. He kind of followed us. And and I told the whole story about the pit bull and off the leash and the exchange. And she's like, oh yeah, they've gotten in trouble plenty of times for having, because they're older dog, the two older dogs that bark off the back back balcony have gotten out and like, like killed geese. They've killed other dogs. And like the town has like tried to come and like take the dogs, but the dude's like aggressive and like won't let the town do that. Apparently, I don't know. I don't know if she's like exaggerating some of it, but apparently like they've tried to like get these dogs out of this person's house. And I'm like, well, that's good to know. I was like, cause he just kind of followed me and then sped off. And she's like, yeah, he does that to us too. Like we walk past that house and I'm always like, she says it. She's like, I'm always like kind of on guard of like when they're around because those dogs can, if they get out of that balcony, like they're going to fucking slaughter something. Like they're aggressive. They're charging at the back gate. And she's like, yeah, I've, I've had, she's like, but everyone has issues with that guy. Like his dogs have got, he like goes to the beach because there's a little like lake beach thing. They've brought the dogs there and the two dogs have just slaughtered geese. 
and then they just leave dead geese. She's like, that's happened like three times where like they let's go play with the ball in the park. That's not fenced in. And there's geese everywhere. And the two dogs just start murdering geese. And then she just takes them back home and leaves the dead geese on the beach. I was like, I haven't. I mean, for me, I haven't seen that happen yet, but I have seen dead geese. And I'm assuming it's just hit by cars because there's geese everywhere and people just speed sometimes. But I was like, well, that's good to know that I'm not the only one that's noticed this fucking weird. And she's like, her nephew is a cop in the neighborhood she's like i can let him know that he like kind of approached you i'm like i'm not i wasn't worried about the guy i was like i I didn't want to be followed home and like i wasn't really near my house at that point and he sped off i was like that's not the case i just don't want to walk past this guy's house and then he opens up his door and he's like get him and three fucking dogs come charging at me and brady i'm like she's like no that won't happen she's like all they're gonna do is go on the facebook page tonight and complain that people walk their dogs in the neighborhood and that's all they're really gonna do she's like i really wouldn't worry about it and so i was like what a weird this is like a small town thing no i don't want to say that definitely not a small town thing it's like a community thing like in canaan lake where i grew up shit like that would kind of happen like the neighbors take themselves too seriously there's always like that one neighbor that like no one really likes but they put up with them and i'm assuming that these are these people because they live right next to like the community center and the beach is right across from, from that so there's a lot of traffic going on over there especially in the summer when the kids are home like there's always people over there and everyone's friendly but i could see why if you lived over there you'd get annoyed so i could see why they're pissed off all the time but anyway we're gonna get out of here i've been rambling on about god knows what for so long I know you guys probably don't want to care about, don't want to know about my day. Probably don't really care that much, but I do appreciate you guys all listening. And I'm going to say this one. Hopefully this one gets clipped onto TikTok, but literally the easiest way to support this entire thing, the easiest way is to A, there's multiple ways. I don't think one's better than the other, but when you see a tweet or a Facebook post or an Instagram reel or anything on anything on social media, basically, both cost you nothing to like it, share it, interact with it, like, you know, comment, be like, haha, even if it's just a retweet or quote tweet or an X, whatever the fuck they're calling it, double click on Instagram, like it, comment, anything. That's all free. That's literally the easiest way because I don't know if you guys know about algorithms, but algorithms kick you into the algorithm more when there's interaction. I could post nonstop 24-7. It doesn't matter if no one interacts with it. So the more you interact, the better. Same thing with like TikTok and all that stuff. It's free to do. Next one's a little more in depth. Again, free. Subscribe to it on Spotify, Apple, Pocket Cast. Someone's listening on Podbean. Shout out to the Podbean user because I've never even heard of Podbean, but shout out to that person. But go on there. You can subscribe on there. You don't have to listen to it either. You could just subscribe. If you really want to get serious, subscribe, unsubscribe, subscribe, unsubscribe, because it's only counting subscribers. So if you keep doing that, it's going to count as interactions. It boosts in the algorithm. The third way, again, it's free. You can go to my Substack, which is at holdupwhatpod.substack.com, and then there's a little subscribe button. You can click click subscribe. Now you got to put your email in. It's probably going to go to your spam folder after like the third one I put out. Or you could set it to your spam folder. I don't give a shit. You don't have to listen on Substack. However, again, algorithm, numbers. The more you get, the more you get into the algorithm, your discoverability goes up a little bit. And it's free. All these options are free. They might take a couple more clicks depending on it, but the liking, the retweeting, the the rethreading, the Xing, whatever the fuck it is, two clicks of the thumb, easy to go. So I'm not begging you to. I'm not asking you to. I'm just saying if you do want to support it and you do listen, 
Even if you don't listen and you support, that's the easiest way, cheapest way. I don't have any paywalls or anything yet. I don't have a Patreon or anything weird. There's no content behind a paywall type of thing. So that is the easiest way. But I do appreciate everyone that has listened, that has subscribed. Since the beginning of this, we've added, say, about two to three subscribers each month. We're averaging around 20 listens per episode, about 18 downloads. I have to be able to, I don't know how, how I'd. I know Substack tracks Spotify, but I don't know if it tracks like subscriptions or just listens through Spotify, but it goes Apple Podcasts is first, then Spotify, and then Podbean, and then Pocket Casts, I think, in that order. And then people actually just listen on the Substack app, which you can still do. You can close the app and it still plays. So if you want to do that, you can do that too. But again, like, share, subscribe, all free, all easy to do. With that being said, we're going to get out of here. It's been a little long. I've been rambling on a little bit, but I'm going to let you guys go there. Have a good weekend. Turn up, turn out. Do your thing. And we'll see you guys later.